0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Marcus Elliott is uh, on our app, and we are uh, getting Kevin McPherson with us here in just a second. But while we're waiting, we've got Razorback Bob in Hot Springs. Hi, Razorback Bob
1: hey good afternoon Rick yeah I had a question for Kevin so hopefully you can get him on before I get off but um Marcus I hope you had a happy Mother's Day I did thank you, you very did. much I hope you guys had a great
0: <laughs> uh, Bob, Bob, we spend time Bob, with
1: you. we got Bob. we got
0: Marcus yeah. is not Marcus, Marcus is not
1: a mother. Well, I, I realize that, Rick, and my old riding buddy, we would always call each other on Mother's Day and wish each oh, other right. happy Mother's Day. So uh. well, I, I didn't know if you were, you know, there's
0: some weird politicians out there that say some crazy right. things. I was hoping you right. were not getting into that. All right. right.
1: But, uh, there are only two genders, good. Bob. That's, that's oh, good, Rick. Well, uh, look here. Uh, 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 Rick. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I tell you, I think I think I wouldn't trade Coach Mus for
0: any coach in the country. No, uh, I
1: think what he is trying to do. Is...
0: Well, we got Hoop Scoop, and we lost Razorback Bob. Oh So Hoop, no. so hoop Scoop Bob wouldn't trade Kevin, wouldn't trade Coach Musselman for any coach <laughs> in the country. Do you agree with that? <laughs> hey, he's not trading him in for anybody, huh? No, he's not. I'll bet he's going to get back with us here in a second, too. So, uh, <laughs> muscleman has done an amazing job at Arkansas, and I know that's what Bob wanted to say. I'll bet we get him back on here in just a second.
1: So so you know, did I miss something, guys? It, uh, it's obvious muscle has done a good job. Was there some negative talk about no. his performance or something?
0: I don't think so. The only, the only thing we've talked about is um, how's he going to get all these players – onto one roster. And and, and other That's than that, but, but he usually, as we've said, figures that out. Okay, so hoop Scoop's still with us. Marcus Elliott's still with us. And, and Razorback Bob had a question for Hoopscoop. So you're back on, Bob.
1: Okay, thank you. Uh, now, just let me say quickly, I think uh, this overseas trip, and I wanted to ask, are this going to be like a uh, uh, – you know semi-pro teams or who is who is this that they're going to be playing on this tour and just the talents coming in and trying to mesh that talent i think this is such an excellent idea and so maybe somebody can answer that um hope scoop are you there he's, yeah, he's yeah. There.
0: hey
1: guys i can barely yeah. hear him by the way so okay. i'm gonna have
2: to repeat his question okay we'll do that
1: uh well, Rick, I can hear y'all fine, so I hate it that he can't hardly hear me.
2: Right,
1: uh, I, I wanted to ask, uh, Rick, do you you remember a few years ago at an Alabama game when I brought you my brought my grandson up there to meet yes. you? Yes. Yes. Tanner. Tanner. Yes. Yeah. Well, a few weeks few weeks ago, he made the uh, AAU basketball team out of Hot Springs. I think it's the Hot oh, Springs Elite. Yeah. Or- Great.
2: And yeah, he,
1: sh- he, he's a, he's a lot bigger Rick than whenever you met him. And, um, so I wanted to talk to Hoopsco about that, but I wanted to tell a quick story. And of course, Marcus will know where I'm coming from. I think I graduated a couple of years before him, but he tried out for the team and come back and was telling me about his experience. And he said, at first I felt really awkward. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I was the only white guy there trying out. And, um, uh, <laughs> And so, Marcus, what happened, they had a Mm 6'7 guy, and Tanner blocked his shot. And the the AAU coach, um, Coach Anthony, he told uh, Tanner's got a personal trainer, Coach T, and he said, are you telling me this kid wants to play for us? And he said, yeah, he's trying out today. And uh, a a little bit later, he pinned – the ba- a basketball against the backboard, but he, he pinned it above the, you know, the square uh-huh. that goes up above the goal. He pinned yeah. it above the wow. square and they I said, they her. said his eyes, they said his eyes was even with the rim whenever he pinned it. And coach Anthony told coach T, he said, I really need this guy on my team. He said, tell me about him. And he said, well, he comes from a good family and he's a Christian uh, and he's a preacher. He said, "I really need this guy on my team." <laughs> and just and I got to tell you, because uh, Marcus, you you guys will love this story, but he's already mm. made an impact. And one oh. of the players um, was walking down the road with his older brother and his older brother's girlfriend, and a drive-by shooter uh, killed both oh. of them right there in front of him. Oh
0: my God! Oh and
1: no! This this oh. kid. This kid would not come out of his house, and Coach T kept going to him, visiting with him. And Tanner's done befriended him, invited him to church, wow. and, and last Sunday night, Mother's Day night, uh, Marcus Tanner preached oh. and invited him to come to hear him preach. So uh, it's, that's a great wow. story, and he's, he's bringing him out of his shell. And he, he made the team also. But uh, Hoop Scoop, what wow. I wanted to ask you, really I, I think name. I know the question, the answer to this question, but with him making the aau circuit uh i mean in conway in a couple of weeks they're going to have a tournament it's supposed to be like 10 uh colleges there scouting uh, as a grandfather there's really nothing else i need to do to, to try to maximize his exposure uh he's going to get plenty of exposure on on the tour and everything wouldn't you say
0: Okay, Scooby, hear me, he's, saying, he's saying Tanner's a, made an AAU team. Will he get plenty of exposure when he's out there playing on the tour?
2: So I could not. I, he His voice was so faint I didn't even hear the name of the player. Tanner. Uh, what's Tanner.
0: Tanner Center. Tanner Wiley.
1: Tan,
0: Tan Tanner Wiley. Wiley. When he, Yeah. Tanner Wiley, and he's, he's made an AAU team. What kind of exposure will he get for playing on one?
2: Well, if you've got, you know, if it's during a live period and he's on a, a, a you know, playing at a time when coaches can come out and evaluate, now Divi- Division one coaches are relegated to certain time frames. Just about any event that you can participate in were Division two, II, Division three, NAIA, junior college. I mean, you've got different levels that are not restricted like that. So any any of these showcases or events, the more the merrier for players because the more you can More you can squeeze into your calendar and and fit into your schedule, the more opportunities you're going to have to be seen. Now, again, high major coaches, Division one coaches, there's only a few of those. There's a handful of those every summer uh, for live evaluation. But the rest of the levels of of college basketball, just about anywhere, any place that's hosting an event where there's going to be multiple teams and players, there's a good chance there's going to be coaches there because, uh, you know, the portal. The way that the portal's working now, it has affected players on the high school level. But at the same time, if, if players are moving around in the portal, you still have programs that are going to have a need for players at various levels out of the high school rank. And everyone knows recruiting starts, you know, not just with the class that you're recruiting for in the current cycle, but you want to get out and look at players and that are younger, too. Uh, we see it all the time with offers going out even to freshmen so um you know for any young man uh, for Tanner if he's got an event that's coming up and you know uh where there's multiple teams and players then your the chances are there are going to be some college coaches in there to to, to see and evaluate Bob, i will just
1: say this uh, I, I
2: know his exposure is going to be great for
1: AAU but his exposure for the the one that really counts man it's off the chain from the story you told us so that's a, a prayer for Tanner that's about right.
0: him exactly all right Kevin before you were on and, and Bob alluded to it but you couldn't hear him talking about it what do you know about the possibility of Arkansas's basketball team making a trip to Europe in August
2: well I made I, I put a story out about that. <laughs> the U of A has not released anything and and when I reached out to the SID's depart office they they said nothing said but the players have gotten their passports they're told that some of the games have been scheduled I think they'd like to schedule up to seven games, but a 10-day trip in early August is planned for Spain and Italy. Um, The last time Arkansas did a foreign tour for the men's program was 2016-17, just before that season uh, when Mike Anderson uh, took his team uh, to Spain, and they started out in Madrid, and I think they played four games. Uh, I'm told at least four games have already been scheduled. They'd like to bump that up if they can, maybe as many as seven. And when you've got so many newcomers on the roster, guys, um, you know, that makes sense to try to get get one of these opportunities to get everybody on the floor, build some chemistry on the court. When you're traveling like that, you also can bond off the court because, you know, you might be the only folks that speak your language (laughs) in a lot of places you're going and you're going to be, you know, rooming together and you get away from your usual, uh, you know, things that you're doing in your normal routine. So you're, you get closer that way. Uh, But, that is a trip that is planned again the university of arkansas has not released anything officially uh i guess due to covid concerns or other things that can happen there if there are any spikes or other issues with travel you know inter you know international travel i guess down the road something could alter that or you know shut it down but i don't think so i think arkansas just hasn't put it out yet they haven't the, the timing hasn't been where they want it but i know that uh, players have been getting their passports in line and, and some of the games have already been scheduled. And so we're really looking forward to see this team because not only will they have the foreign tour, but they're also playing in the Maui invitational this year. It'll be the fifth time in program history. And that's in, you know, the, on the Island of Maui in Hawaii, that'll be in November. So there's three games guaranteed in that it's a loaded field. It always is. It's one of the premier, uh, tournaments in the country year in and year out in college, college basketball. And so before the calendar turns to Thanksgiving holiday, Arkansas could could have played by then up to 10 games outside the continental USA. If they get the full seven on this trip out of the country, and if they get, and they're going to get three at, at the Maui Invitational. So that could be as many as 10 games outside the continental U.S. by by Thanksgiving.
0: Do you think that the, this amazing recruiting class do you think those players were told about this potential they knew they're going to Maui but did you, they think they were told about this potential trip to Europe and do you think that impacted their decisions to
2: come sure it did and sure they were I mean I, I just interviewed Nick Smith uh, junior today got some big news coming out as part of that interview that's going to come out some of that's going to come out tomorrow but we talked about that on the zoom interview today you know they he's got his piece that his mom was had been working on that and they were trying to get all that together for the passport and the travel. Uh, but that's something that they were told, you know, and as was the Maui trip. So I think anytime you can, the more you can tell your players, your recruits, here are some of the things we're going to be doing that gets you additional exposure and gets you additional opportunities to get better. I think it's a selling point and that's part of the recruiting pitch.
0: Okay. We've got more with Kevin Hoop, Scoop McPherson, Marcus Elliott, Rick Schaefer after this time out on drive time sports. You've got Drive Time
2: Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
0: Well, not today. Randy Rainwater's out today. will be back tomorrow. We've got Kevin McPherson, Hoop Scoop with us, Marcus Elliott. I'm Rick Schaefer. And so, Kevin, we've talked about this possible trip to Europe. We know there are three five-star guys coming in, and we learned today that all three all three of them have been invited to participate in this uh uh, USA-FISA-America national team. Can you tell us a little about that?
2: Yeah, so you've got uh, a 27-player invitation. Uh, You've got players from both the 22 and 23 classes. There's one player from class 24 invited to the training camp. Then the team will be narrowed down to 12 players that will actually compete in the U18 FIBA uh, Americas uh, competition. But, you know, you mentioned the three five-star hogs. They're among those invited. Kalel Ware, who, who's from North Little Rock, another five-star McDonald's All-American, also invited. And Bryson Warren, class of 2023 Little Rock native, played at Little Rock Central. Uh, you know, he's the one that took the opportunity with Overtime Elite, a professional, you know, he's, he's a professional player, gets paid while he finishes high school and competes in that Overtime Elite uh, uh, setup. But he's also been invited, class of 2023. So, you, you know, you You've got, when you look at the Arkansans, there's three, counting Nick Smith Jr. and those two, Bryson Warren and Ware. And then when you look at the Arkansas signees, it, it's uh, Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, and Anthony Black. So a lot of Arkansas flavor there for anybody, any fans of basketball. We always talk about how good it is here. We can look at five-star rankings and all-star games, but, you know, and then it spreads around. I mean, you see Team USA extending these invitations. You're, you know you're among the best of the best. If Team USA wants you in uh, to compete and represent the country,
0: okay. You just mentioned uh, Black. One of, I believe, this is one of his teammates. This past year, is in the class of twenty three. Ron Holland, five star, Duncanville, Texas. Arkansas is one of a few that are still on, still have a chance at him. What can you tell us about him?
1: Man, I just had
2: a great, lengthy conversation with his mom today. Yeah. By the way, his, he's going to visit Arkansas. He's going to take an official visit uh, June 9th through 11th. So right after Layden Blocker, also class of 2023, who's from Little Rock, the guard, uh, will take his June 6th through 8th. But right after that ends, Ron Holland, the six eight four, the top 10 guy, by the way, guys, from that five-star but rated in the top 10. So six eight four. Yes, guess you're, you're correct. He was teammates with Anthony Black at Duncanville. They obviously won their state title. Uh, He's also teammates, uh, was was teammates, excuse me, in the spring and summer circuit with Drive Nation on the Nike YBL with Jordan Walsh. Um, So, so, you know, that's something that was, um, you know, in the past um, because Walsh has moved on and not on the circuit now. Uh, But but either way, you know, here's a guy that has familiarity not only with these incoming five-star hogs. He's a five-star himself. He's an above-the-rim player. Six, eight. I love his, his quickness off the floor, uh, has all the makings to be, um, you know, a three-level score because he's starting to emerge as a shooter from three and, you know, can put the ball in the deck and, and get himself shots in mid-range. Uh, but he definitely attacks the basket, and, you know, uh, he's a guy that, again, when you're talking about a top-five guy, and he, he was on one of the junior national teams last year, led that team in scoring and rebounding, averaged a double-double, uh, on a team that that won that event and so Ron Holland is highly sought his top eight includes Kentucky, UCLA, uh, Arkansas assistant coach Keith Smart did an in-home visit with he and his family on April 28th right before the quiet period started where only on-campus visits are permitted uh, so Keith Smart was in his house in the two days preceding that they had Texas in and the day before that it was UCLA so a lot of big-name schools in his top eight. He's also considering the G League opportunity to go professional. But his family, his mom said they love Arkansas. Great relationship building with the coaching staff already. They think the fan base is – she said it was huge, and they were really you know, they, they, they really like it. They like what they see because they know that Arkansas uh, has a really strong fan base. And so that's something they said is important to them. Uh, but, yes, Ron Holland will be coming in uh, here in about a month. Uh, to visit Arkansas, official visit at, you know, right after Layden Blocker does.
0: Well, that's class of 23. We're still looking at class of 22. I guess what's the latest on Ricky Council?
2: Good
1: question, Rick.
2: So I, everything <laughs> I was told is his visit went really well. Um, got some details about that visit that I can't talk about right now. But I, you know, I'll, I will say this: I'll be surprised if Arkansas doesn't um, that the, the young man doesn't announce that he's committed to Arkansas soon enough. Things can change. We know Arkansas's numbers are a little tricky, um, and you know it, it's happened in the past where they've taken a commitment, had a commitment, didn't announce it, and then it didn't it didn't play out. But I don't expect that to happen here. Uh, I think Arkansas feels good about where it is with Ricky Council, six six, wing, played two seasons at Wichita State, got the COVID do-over from the NCAA, so effectively, you could say, he had two freshman seasons. Will have three years of playing eligibility wherever he lands. Uh, starting next season, and I think it's going to be Arkansas. Now, he also had a top six, uh, and I felt like Arkansas and Kansas, from everything I've heard, uh, are the top two schools there. But I think it's Arkansas. I think Arkansas is going to get him. And then we just see how, what happens with the numbers, because we know Arkansas is filled up right now. <laughs> yeah. and if Jalen Williams were to come back, which I'm leaning toward yeah. his not, but if he did, and they get counseled, they're two over at that point.
0: Well, all these things have the way of working out, right? And um... – if they're two over, they would have 11 newcomers, four leftovers. Who do you think goes, a newcomer or a leftover?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's going to be uh, uh, someone that's, man, that's a, it, it, I really don't think Jalen's coming back. I, I don't, I'm not convinced of that. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more, over toward he's yeah. not, but if they are two over, right. two guys have got to go.
1: Yeah.
2: And my thought was if Jalen comes back, the twins are probably gone. Yeah.
0: I think I I think that's probably right, but boy, that's tough for them though. Here they've committed to Arkansas, and then uh, all of a sudden, if there's no place, but even if they, even if Jalen doesn't come back, you still got, you're still one over.
2: Right. Right. So let's say they get if they get Ricky Council if or somebody Ricky else. Council. I think it's right. going to be Council. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and I think you know I, I I really think it'll probably be one of the players that was set to return. Would be my my gut guess on that. I'm not going to say who I think that would be, uh, but I will say I think it would be someone that was set to return. Well,
0: the one thing is, if you get him, Ricky could counsel the staff on what to do, right?
2: Is uh, the buzzer handy today? Is that uh... <laughs> No, You're there's right, nobody. No. There's nobody that can do that. <laughs> can... How about that? No How buzzer today. That? No
0: buzzer he, today. He, he, yes,
2: he can counsel the staff.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Damon. <laughs>
2: He, he, yeah. You know, he, he's an interesting player uh, because I think he fits what Arkansas would need at that point. Um, I do, so
0: Well, I get it. that's interesting. It's going to be an interesting development. So isn't it amazing? This is May the 10th. Basketball season's been over for a while, and it doesn't start again for quite a while. And yet here we are talking about trips to Europe, players still being recruited, a guy that may or may not go to the NBA, Twins coming in that if the end, if Williams comes back, they may not. I mean, is this the most newsworthy offseason you've experienced, or, or have we experienced it the last couple of years and we just forgot?
2: That's it. It, it, it never, but basketball is a 365 day a year deal, guys. I, I cover it. What's interesting is this staff understands that. And so we keep, there's never a, a dull news cycle. We, can, we have plenty to talk about because they embrace the fact that there's always something they can be doing in recruiting ways to make the roster better. We're in an era now of major turnover and Eric Mussman seems to be the band leader when it comes to turning the roster over <laughs>
1: yeah. and he
2: does it strategically. And he's proven that even when there's some things he hasn't fully figured out by mid January, he steps on the pedal and, and, and Arkansas just kind of rolls along and they've done it two years in a row. And I think the news cycle just stays busy even during the season Arkansas's recruiting, and we talk about it. You know, there's other things going on. So, uh, you know, I think I, I expect we'll be talking about plenty to talk about even through the summer.
0: It's almost like the games are secondary. It's it's news, 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 news. Oh, uh, oh, by the way, they did get to the Elite Eight last year. Uh, do, do we remember that, or is it all about recruiting and who's coming and who's not?
2: <laughs> right. Back to back Elite Eight, so we didn't have time to talk and reflect. It was all. And player going in, player you know, add a player, send a player in. I mean, it's it's been nonstop since the season ended against Duke. It's so nonstop.
0: We still have you on twice a week. Can you
2: believe that?
0: So Kevin (laughs) McPherson will be on with us again later in the week. Kevin, thanks a lot for your time today and all the good interesting facts that you had for us. That is all. Good to be
2: with you guys.
0: Thank you, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson.